This is Tani Talks Parsha, where we talk about the Parsha of the week with some practical lessons to keep. Here we are in Sefer Devarim. Here we are in Parshas Ve'es Hanan. A very interesting name of Parsha. We've talked about this before, but it always bears repeating. Looking at the sources from Chabad.org, talking about why does it say Ve'es Hanan? Of course, this week... Tisha B'Av falling out and Shabbos Nachamu falling out. The idea of thinking about different words, you know, Tisha B'Av, the ninth of Av, Nachamu, because that's the consolation haftorahs. We have a couple of consolation haftorahs after the frightening haftorahs of talking about, you know, B'nai so not in the best way, and then Hashem saying, Nachamu, Nachamu, Ami, consoled, consoled, be consoled. God willing, in the future, we should be Zohar to really be consoled with the coming of Mashiach, with the building of the third base of speedily in our day. May that day, in fact, be today. We should be so Zohar that it is really today. You think about the different words used. We talked about last week, especially the words used in the words mannered of Devarim, but we look at the word Va'et Hanan. What does that really mean? Beseeching Hashem. Why does we, why does. Moshe save es Hanan el Hashem. I beseech God at that time. Of course, in Devarim Perak Gimel Pasik Chav Gimel, prayer tefillah is called by ten names: cry, howl, groan, song, encounter, stricture, prostration, judgment, and beseeching. These synonyms for prayer are derived for tefillah are derived from different places, from Shemos, Yirmiyahu, Tehillim, Devarim, Tehillim, and Devarim. The Medrash Rabbah points out. That tefillah is called, Sifri points out, by 13 names. Cry, howl, groan, stricture, strong, prostration, encounter, judgment, entreaty, standing, appeal, and beseeching. They're different synonyms from the Medrash. The Medrash Rabbah points out, Moshe says, Va'es Hanan. Moshe prayed 515 prayers, the, umer- the tefillos, the numerical value, gematria of Va'es Hanan. I beseech to be allowed to enter the land. Many times, many words have many gematrias, have many different effects, and it's on purpose that, that Hashem puts words that have different things. Only in the Hebrew languages, there's such fascination, such beauty in the words and the letters, and each thing means a different thing. Aleph, Bet, Gimel, Bet is like a house, the way that the Bet is drawn, and different words have different meanings, and there's gematria to each letter, to each word. So 515 is the fact that he but Hanan alludes to the fact like we talked about in Devarim alluding to different things here we're alluding to the fact Moshe is alluding to the fact that he prayed 515 prayers he davened 515 tefillos the Gematria of Eschanan to be allowed to enter the land the Medrash Rabbah points out when Moshe, Yalkut Shimoni points out, when Moshe saw that the decree had been sealed against him, he went and drew a circle and sat inside it and said, I am not moving from here until you nullify the decree. He wrapped himself in the sackcloth, he covered himself with ashes, and he stood in prayer and supplication before Hashem. How eerie it is that we sit and we mourn in Tishabav, which is the week that immediately... You know, leads up to Eschanan oftentimes, if not all times, talking about Moshe wrapping himself and, and you know, being in ashes and, and praying and supplicating before Hashem and almost mourning that he can't go into the Israel, that he can't go into the land of Israel. Halavai, we should mourn with true mourning of being allowed to go into Israel. How much we lost thinking about the base of Midrash, as Tishba was just this week. Thinking about that, covering ourselves and really understanding what the loss is. Moshe Rabbeinu was so upset. He prayed 515 times to be allowed to go into Israel, to be allowed to go into the land. And here we are, totally removed, not understanding what we lost. 
having the base amygdala, two base amygdalas for 400 plus years and then 400 plus years and not understanding what we lost. Fascinating article on H.com that points out the only people that really understood the loss, really understood the pain of the loss of the base amygdala were these people that came from Ethiopia, from Africa, who immigrated, who made Aliyah, and then this person was teaching them, and she let it slip to them that nowadays we don't have the base amygdash, and they were thunderstruck. Their mouths dropped open. What do you mean? Don't say such blasphemous things. The amygdash is here in Israel. They were so insulated and so kept apart from society for thousands of years that they literally thought the amygdash was there. Fascinating. Amazing that they thought and they really believed that the Mikdash was there and they were shell-shocked when the teacher told them and it to gently explain to them what happened over the years, that's real mourning. She said, never did I see real mourning for the base of Mikdash till then. Gave me a real tochacha, gave me a real musr in how to actually mourn for the base of Mikdash. And here, Moshe didn't even have the Mikdash. Of course, they had the Mishkan. But here, you know, we have it where... They are so sad. They are so upset. Moshe is so upset. Moshe is so sad, and and he wants to go in the the land, and he wants to go and see the land. He wants to be involved in the land, and he's not able to go in the land. He is praying with the sackcloth, and he's covering himself with ashes. Halavai, we should learn from Moshe to want to go into the land to what we lost from the land. Moshe davens to Hashem until the whole essence of creation is in trembling. Perhaps the time has come for God to destroy the world. What did God do at the moment? He announced at every gate, at every heaven, at every gate of every court that Moshe's prayer should not be admitted. For the voice of Moshe's prayer, Tefillah, was like a sword that slices and rips which nothing can stop. Nothing can stop. Moshe said to God, If you'll not allow me to enter, let me come even as a beast of the field which grazes on the graph and drinks water and sees the world that way. Let my soul come like one of those. Hashem said, enough. Moshe said, if you want, let me come as a beast. Let me come as a bird just to fly in. Let me come as a person in, in uh, the regular crowd. Let me come as a beast. Let me come as a bird that will just go and collect its feet. Let me so be that. Hashem said, enough. Moshe says, Yosef's bones are allowed to come. Can I come in? He who is admitted to his land is buried in his land, Hashem said. He who did not admit to his land shall not be buried in his land. What happened? Yosef admitted to his land when his master's wife in Barashas said, Come! I am a, you know, you know, she wanted to, you know, uh, be in a bad situation with him. And afterwards, you know, she vilifies him and she accuses him when really it was her fault all along. See, they brought a Hebrew man. I have a shirt. He didn't deny it. On the contrary, he said, I was abducted from the land of the Hebrews. I am a Hebrew. Therefore, he got to be buried in the land of Israel. But Moshe, who did not admit to his land, when the daughters of Yisro said in Shemos, an Egyptian man rescued us from the shepherds. You heard this, you were silent. Therefore, you shall not cross the Jordan. So Moshe didn't merit, the Medjish Rabbah points out. These sources are from Chabad. Moshe doesn't merit to be buried in the land of Israel because he didn't own up to the fact that he was a Hebrew. How interesting it is that we need to stand up for the fact that we are Jewish people, we're proud to be Jewish people. I purposefully walk around at work, I work for the city as an OT in the public school system. This is my eighth plus year, Baruch Hashem. I always walk around with my kippah outside the school 
For safety purposes, I wear a hat. But inside the school, I dafka show people I am a Jewish person, a religious person. I like to wear the kippah. I could be the person to answer questions if they need it. How much we need to stand up and own up to the fact that we are Hebrews, that we are Jewish people, and we are able to be able to stand up for them. Moshe prays in Davin's Ve'es Hanan 515 times to be allowed into the land, even as a commoner, even as a beast, even as an animal, even as a bird, please let me in. Even let my bones be in. Yosef's allowed to come in bones, but I'm not, because you didn't own up to the fact that you were that Jewish person. We are called Ivrim. We are called the Ivri because of Avraham. Avraham was Aver of the yarding of the waters. Everyone was heresy, believing in polytheism of many gods. Avram was the only one standing on the opposite side of the world, the opposite side of the river. He was the Aver, he was the Ivri, he was opposite everyone else in the entire world. Avraham was that person that was different than everybody else. Avram was that person that stood up to everyone else. Avram was the one to make sure to stand up. We should follow that example and be proud Jews, proud Jewish people standing up for our pride, they say people who stand up for their Judaism, other people respect that. But if you try to assimilate, you try to hide it, nobody's going to respect that because you don't have respect for your own religion, your own identity, your own way of life. We need to do what we can to beseech Hashem and have the strength on some tiny level like Moshe. Moshe prays 500 times for something he wants. If you need something, you want something in life, pray to Hashem, talk to Hashem day in and day out. Don't just wait for Shachris. Don't just wait for Mincha. Don't just wait for Marv. Do what you can to pray to Hashem day in and day out, to ask Hashem, to beseech Hashem day in and day out. Do what you can to reach out to Hashem, to do what you can to implore Hashem. Hashem wants you to talk to Him. He's a parent. He's our parent. He's our king, but He's also our Father in heaven. We could talk to Him. We could ask from Him. We could beseech Hashem. Moshe wanted something so badly that he spoke Ve'es Hanan 515 times. We too should speak many, many times. Lo if someone needs a shidduch. Lo if someone needs a child, wants a child. Lo if someone needs parnasam. Lo if someone needs Rafua or Yeshua. Or someone needs anything. Pray to Hashem, talk to Hashem, daven to Hashem, bring out that Tehillim. There's so many beautiful, beautiful Tehillim, so many beautiful Prakim that you could say that you could be involved in. Learn the lessons of the Eschanan, praying to Hashem countless times to try to get something something good that you want. And learn from Moshe how much we should want the land, how much we should look forward to the land, and how much we should realize we're missing that there isn't a base Amigdash, that Mashiach hasn't come, that we're not leaving in, living in peace and harmony in the world. Moshe literally puts on ashes and sackcloth, mourning the fact that he can't get into the land. We should learn from the, the people from Ethiopia to really mourn the fact that the base Amigdash is not with us, to really mourn the fact that we lost the Amigdash, that we don't really have Eretz Yisrael in its proper full state yet. Learn from Moshe how to daven for something, how much we want something, talk to Hashem time and time again. And learn from Moshe how we need to be proud of our Judaism, proud of our Hebrewite status, proud of our Yahadut, proud of our way of life, a meaningful way of life, a beautiful way of life, being involved in Torah, being involved in Chesed, being involved in Mitzvot. As a small, small level, maybe just wear that kippah at work. Maybe don't hide your Jewishness at work. Maybe don't hide your Jewishness in your workplace. Obviously, if it's a very anti-Semitic place, I don't know why you're working there to begin with, but if you're in a very anti-Jewish place, a very anti-Semitic place for whatever reason, don't put yourself in danger. Don't put yourself in sakana, but do what you can to be involved in 
standing up for your Jewishness, standing up for your Jewish identity, which we've talked about many times. Learn from Moshe to really mourn for the Jewish land, for what we lost, for the base of Migdash. Tishabah comes upon us, and how many people just let it slide and just think and count on the hours till they could eat again? How many people waste the day away? Watch the Project Inspire movie. Watch the Yoel Gold movie. Watch the aspects in life. Watch some Aleph Beta videos. Be involved in H.com and their beautiful uplifting articles or Chabad.org or Yu Torah or anything. You can listen to different podcasts that I myself do, whether on the Parsha or Daf or Pekarevos or the radio. Even OT, sometimes we bring things in. Listen to lectures, listen to things, read articles, do what you can to really understand what we lost in the Beis Amigdash. Look at a model of what the Beis Amigdash was like and be involved in understanding what it was, what it is to be a real Hebrew, to be a real Jew, being involved in what it is to be a real person involved and understand what it is to really pray for something 515 times if we could do that maybe we could be Zohar to finally see Mashiach and finally have the base of Midrash built again speedily in our days and may that day in fact be today this has been TTP Tani Talks Parsha where we talk about the Parsha of the week with some practical lessons to keep and I'm your host Tani <laughs>